This is Christian Meditation for a Bigger Life, where you can break through the distractions, stop, listen, and experience God's presence through biblically guided imagination. I'm Dave Cover. I want to help you with Christian meditation so you can draw near to God and get the stress and anxiety out of your mind and out of your heart and out of your body so you can live a bigger life. Luke tells us in Luke chapter 4, verse 42, that at daybreak, Jesus went out to a solitary place. This is a kind of solitary place for you. A place where you can get away from the distractions, all the busyness, all the news coming at you, all the social media coming at you, whatever it is that keeps your brain occupied from one thing to the next constantly. This is a time for you to do none of that. This is a time for you to find a solitary place, if not literally, at least mentally, spiritually. So to begin, lie flat on your back if you can. Otherwise, it's fine to sit comfortably in a chair. Uncross your legs and arms. Try to sit or lie symmetrically. And take in a deep breath. In through your nose if you can, and deep into your belly. And let your out-breath be a little longer than your in-breath. And as you breathe out, each time you breathe out, focus your mind on feeling your body from within. Focusing your mind on being aware of your whole body. And with each out-breath, see if you can relax your body a little bit more. Just letting go of tightness. Always somewhere in your body you can let go of more tightness with each out-breath. There's always some place to let go. Some degree to release tension, tightness, with each out-breath. Maybe imagine yourself in a pool, and you're face down toward the bottom, and with each out-breath, Air is coming out of your body, and so your body is sinking a little bit more to the bottom of the pool. So with each out-breath, just imagine your body sinking more and more to the bottom, letting go. Imagine the muscles in your face completely letting go. There's no gravity you don't have to hold yourself up. You don't have to present a face to anyone. You can completely let go of the muscles in your face, your cheeks, your jaw, the muscles around and behind your eyes, your forehead, your temples, the muscles in your scalp and behind your head even the muscle of your tongue going deep into your throat, just let it go, let it release, lie there, deep into your throat, the muscles in your neck and shoulders, breathing in deeply through your nose, breathing out and letting the muscles in your abdomen, your back release, 
the muscles in your arms and hands, fingers. Each out-breath is longer than your in-breath, and you're imagining your body sinking more and more to the bottom of the pool with each out-breath. Your legs. Your feet. Weightless. You don't have to hold yourself up. You're sinking more and more to the bottom of the pool. Your whole body is floating, sinking, letting go with each out-breath. Now let's take in a deep breath into your belly and hold it for just a moment. And add to that a second deep breath. So you have two breaths in your belly now at once. And as you breathe out through your mouth, let it be an audible sigh. And notice that feeling right there in your entire body. Your entire body dropping a little bit more, letting go a little bit more. Try to focus on that sensation throughout this meditation. Your mind focusing on feeling the sensation of your body relaxing, letting go, dropping, releasing tightness all throughout your body. Breathing slowly, calmly, and feeling that feeling, that sensation of relaxation, filling your entire body, your entire body letting go. In our last meditation, we looked at what God told Moses to tell Aaron and his sons how to bless the Israelites. In Numbers chapter 6, verse 24, he said, Say to them, The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face toward you and give you peace. And then God says, so they will put my name on the Israelites, and I will bless them. So we meditated on that verse, and I prayed that verse. Remember that the Bible is imagination as much as it is information. And there is a lot of imaginary imagery in this verse that God uses, because God created us as beings with imagination, and when we use our biblically guided imagination... We're able to envision our realities with God that we otherwise wouldn't quite catch, wouldn't quite understand. There are phrases in this blessing that provide very helpful imagery for us to envision God's reality in our life. Paradoxically, our anxiety decreases the more we recognize and lean into our utter dependence and need for God. There's a kind of relief that comes when we just know we depend upon God and we have to just trust Him, put everything in His hands. And so this phrase, the Lord make His face shine on you, is a phrase that we see a lot in the Old Testament. For example, in Psalm 44, verse 3, it's talking about God giving the Israelites the land, and it says, It was not by their sword that they won the land, nor did their arm bring them victory. 
in this prayer to God, it says, It was your right hand, your arm, and the light of your face, for you loved them. So when you think about God making his face shine on you, the Bible's parallel meaning to that is that God loves you, that you are his treasure, that when God makes his face shine on you, that's imaginary imagery envisioning God looking at you with love, the light of his face. So it's like when David prays in Psalm 17, 8, Keep me as the apple of your eye. Hide me in the shadow of your wings. That's imaginary language that says, Keep me as your loved treasure and hide me from all the things that would harm me, destroy me. So the idea of making his face shine on you is God keeping you as the apple of his eye, as his treasure, as his beloved treasure. And God treasures you right now. We know that because he came and died for you. So God treasures you as he sees you right now. He actually likes you, not just loves you. Partly because he sees you now as you will be in your resurrection, in your glorification. He has this eternal view of you. So he doesn't see you now trapped in the things that are self-destructive. He doesn't see you now trapped in your sins. He sees you now according to everything he has already done in the death and resurrection of Christ. You are already in Christ. You are already a new creation. You are already glorified, Paul says in Romans 8.30. And that's how God sees you now. And so he sees you, not just loving you, but liking you. You are the apple of his eye. So take a deep breath in through your nose right now, sending the air deep into your belly, this breath of God. And as you breathe out, imagine with your biblically guided imagination, God making his face shining on you right now. The light of his face, because of his love for you, as Psalm 44 3 says, It was the light of your face, for you loved them. God's face shining on you now, because he loves you. Just imagine right now God's face shining on you. The light of his face loving you and liking you because he created you specifically to exist in his universe and he sees you now eternally. He likes you and he loves you. You are the apple of his eye and he is making his face shine on you. So David says in Psalm 31:16, Let your face shine on your servant. Save me in your unfailing love. 
God's face shining on you right now with his unfailing, steadfast love. Imagine that. God making his face shine on you. The light of his face and his unfailing, steadfast love for you. You are the apple of his eye. So Psalm 80, verse 3 says, Restore us, O God. Make your face shine on us, that we may be saved. Saved there means restored, delivered. God is bringing restoration in your life. Even in moments of pain, He is teaching you through pain. He is changing you through pain to trust in Him, to trust in the light of His face and His unfailing love, and to present yourself to Him because you need Him utterly. You depend upon Him. So imagine right now God making His face shine on you, restoring you. Psalm 80, verse 3, Restore us, O God. Make your face shine on us. God is restoring you to the glorious image He intended for you when He created you. This eternal you that He sees right now in glory. A new creation. He likes you. You are the apple of His eye. And He is making His face shine on you. So the blessing in Numbers 6.25, the Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. That Hebrew word for gracious means to bend or stoop down in kindness, to show favor, to be moved by favor, to show mercy, to have pity on you. That God is turning his favor toward you, his compassion toward you, his mercy toward you, his grace toward you. You need God's grace. You need his favor. You need him to have pity and compassion on you. And the good news is that he does. The good news is, is that this is the blessing God gave to be said for his people because he wants to be gracious to you. He wants to make his face shine on you. So come back to your breath, breathing in slowly the breath of God. And as you breathe out, just imagine this reality, God making his face shine on you by showing favor toward you, bending down toward you, to help you in your need, to show you mercy. He is full of compassion and he is being gracious toward you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. Breathing in the breath of God 
and imagine this blessing on you. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face toward you and give you peace. Thanks for listening to Christian Meditation for a Bigger Life. If you found this podcast helpful, please give us a rating in your podcast app so others can find it more easily. It really does help. And consider sharing this episode with a friend. Our audio engineers are Diego Huaman and Matthew Matlack. Look for new episodes each Tuesday and Thursday morning.